Welcome to a season preview episode of the Weekend Wire. We're back. Um, I think the last episode we did was after the Lillard trade, and we were kind Damn. of speculating about Harden. Um, Harden looks like he's going to be on the Sixers for the foreseeable future here. Well, they told him not to travel with him. So, uh, they told him not to not travel sure with the team, with and it seems like it was a conditioning thing. Um, but really, who knows? I mean, I saw that Terrence Mann was, like, doubtful tonight that popped up on the mm. underdog <laughs> news. And, like, the people are super speculative about that. But then with the news that came out today, like, it kind of seems Clippers are bust now for him. But um, we'll cross that bridge when it happens. But today we've got a lot to cover, obviously. Um, NBA season actually tipped off last night. Aro's team was able to um, stave off a all the way. Yeah, Booker Booker was the best player on the floor, um, and they were able to to get the win in Golden State. And then the Nuggets. Uh, I mean, it was close. The game was close at times, but uh, the Nuggets just kind of pulled away at the end. And uh, Anthony Davis zero points in the second half was kind of the story of that game. After having a pretty good good pretty good first half so um we're going to run through our predictions for the season we're going to do seedings in each conference we're going to do the playoff stuff awards and then i came up with 10 bold boldish predictions some of them are bolder than others like i've done in the past i think i've done this for the past this is the third year i've done this so um usually like one of two one or two of them are right um okay so we'll start with the east um and I guess we can talk about each team as we go. Uh, in first place, I have the Celtics. Um, I think their regular season floor is higher than just about any team in the league. Um, I think I think they're going to end up with the best record in the league. Um, the issue that you would have with picking them here is their front court depth gets gets concerning really quick if if Horford gets injured, if Porzingis gets injured, both those guys. Um, especially Porzingis are injury prone, injury prone and Horford's on the older side and they may decide to rest on back-to-backs and things like that. But um, just, just Tatum never misses games. Brown never misses games. It seems like, um, and Drew is kind of more or less of an iron man in his own right. So um, the question you would have with them is coaching. Uh, Missoula has kind of had some weird rotation decisions in the past. Uh, the Grant Williams stuff from last year was kind of, was kind of strange at times and that that led him to to not not retaining him um he really likes Pritchard I mean he just he does some weird stuff sometimes and I think that's going to become a more of a playoff issue for them maybe um but I think that the talent that's on this team is is just higher than any other in the league so I have them first uh do you have them yeah um I I had Milwaukee first but uh I, I like I see all the cases for Boston, but yeah, the, the front court depth uh, does worry me a little bit. And I just think that they, I mean, uh, it's kind of a weird deal where like, I do think Tatum's going to have like an MVP level season, um, but I think it's going to take them some time to kind of figure out um, just kind of being able to figure out how Drew fits into what they're wanting to do. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit bigger of a shift than people think. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really probably the front court depth that, like, worries me the most with that team because everything else seems to be fitting into place. But uh, that size advantage they had on everybody was kind of their big sticking point for the last couple seasons, last year and three seasons, and they kind of lost a little bit of that this past year. 
Um, so yeah, I, I have Milwaukee. I just trust. I mean, Dame has a lot to play for again. Um, Giannis, I think, wants to kind of like that that last season. You know, wh- however they wanted to spin it, like it was a disappointing end to the season. Yeah, uh, you got a new coach in there, and I think they're going to want to come out flying in the in the regular season they're not going to try and coast by they got a lot of things to figure out and uh, i think they're going to take care of that pretty early so uh, i like milwaukee but i had boston second and i'm pretty sure you had milwaukee second so um i actually don't have milwaukee second i have second um i think i think that the Cavs quietly got better um and i don't i don't really like their coach either but um i i think they are a team that learned that they need to have a higher seed to succeed. And I think they're also a team that's, that's on, that's on the clock now a little bit. Um, and especially with the Mitchell stuff. Um, and really the, the reason why I had the Cavs over the, I had the Bucks third, but the reason why I did that is because um, with Budenholzer, the Bucks were such a great regular season team um, and kind of, you know, his division record was crazy. He was always even covering the spread against these division teams. And, and I, I just don't know, what we can say about uh, uh, AJ Griffin yet. Um, and maybe, maybe the talent with Dame saying Dame having a lot to play for um, maybe that overwhelms guys, but you know, I don't think the bucks are very deep themselves. Um, I think you can argue that the Cavs are oh, really the Cavs are a little deeper despite not having obviously the top, top end talent of, um, of Dame and, and Giannis and Middleton to a lower extent, but, uh, yeah, I had the Cavs. I had the Cavs second, um, overachieving. Hoping, hoping Mobley gets better, shows some stuff on offense. Maybe, maybe can start hitting some threes. I think that would go a long way. But um, yeah, Jared Allen doesn't look like he's going to play tonight. So maybe, maybe they have some 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 injuries coming into the season, which has happened with a lot of guys, including the Suns. Um, it seems like, which is just a lot of this stuff, like like just wasn't reported on the preseason, or if it was, I missed it. And it's just like, oh, Luca has a calf injury, like. I had no idea this this back thing with 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 Beal. I saw nowhere. Um, so um, yeah. some of the injury stuff early in the season is kind of it's 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 kind of a bad look for for all the the talk about like guys not missing games because of load management and this is happening like literally the day the season starts. But um, who do you have third? I actually really like the Knicks this year. Um, yeah. I think they're slowly getting better. I think they have their fourth for me. Crazy amount of confidence. Yeah, crazy amount of confidence from what they were able to do in the playoffs. Uh, I think they have a lot to play for. Brunson's really only getting better. Um, and really it feels like everybody on that team can only really get better from last year. RJ was showing some flashes in uh, both playoff series he had last year of what he can kind of like unleash on the offensive end. He's had his issues in the past, but I think he's kind of finally starting to outgrow some of that stuff. And those flashes might kind of become more permanent this year. Um, Quickly, I think kind of became the story for that team in the second half of the season last year. Um, And I think he's again, just going to continue to get better and better. Uh, They didn't really make any crazy moves in the off season, but they were probably the one team that I didn't really mind not making too many moves. It seemed like they had a lot of the pieces kind of already in place and just kind of needed them to mature a little bit, which I think they did in the off season. Uh, And especially in the playoffs last year, uh, the main problem that I have with Cleveland kind of stayed like the same. Like I I understand that they got Strews, the shooting's a little bit better, but like the wings just aren't where I want to see them get to. Um, on that team and like I don't think this offseason fully solved that 
We also don't know what Struce is going to look like in Cleveland. Uh, like, I, you know, Miami does some things for players that, you know, you can't always replicate elsewhere. And so I don't, you know, want to kind of assume that he's going to step into that that same role in Cleveland right away. Uh, you still have Mitchell and, and Garland's only getting better. And like you said, Mobley's probably going to be a little bit better this year than he was last year. And he kind of saw exactly what he needs to work on in last year's playoffs. And a lot of it does come down to the physicality and a lot of it does come down to the rebounding. Um, but I think that's where, you know, New York is probably arguably the best team in the league in terms of pounding the glass, getting offensive boards, getting second chances for it comes in handy for a team that plays a little ugly sometimes. And they, don't tear, they, don't, they don't turn over the ball because they have they don't Brunson. Turn the ball over that much. Exactly. Um, so it just feels like a really clean team that is now kind of in a second year where you've built up a core already and you kind of know who your lead guy is. They don't really have any question marks with that. With, with how Brunson was playing last year in the playoffs, I think it's pretty clear that he's, you know, number one option. Um, so I have them going third. I think they're going to finally like take that, that proper leap this year. I, I don't put any other team in the same tier as Milwaukee and Boston in the East right now, but um, I think that Cleveland, New York tier, maybe Philly is in that tier too in Miami. Um, but I think New York is the uh, the best of, of those teams at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty high on the Knicks too. Um, I think that, that, they're they're very matchup dependent in the playoffs, um, and I think yeah. I mean if they play either one of those top two teams, they're going to lose. But um, you know, you could see them getting into a rock fight with even Philly and um, maybe maybe the Cavs again. Maybe um, if it's the Hawks, like you could see them beating beating any of these sort of middle middle of the pack teams in the East. And um, you know, it's interesting. There hasn't been a coach that I've loved in any of the teams that we've talked about so far, but. Um, it's 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 kind of like Tibbs. At least he has his principles, and um, he's going to play his guys heavy minutes. You're hoping for for RJ Barrett. I think this is his fourth season now. You're hoping that he he shows a little something more offensively. Um, and he was he was pretty good in the playoffs last year, especially in the first round. Um, he, he, that Heat team kind of kind of shuts down everyone, and that was a super physical series. But you know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, his moments if, in that that Heat series too. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if if um, you know Milwaukee and Boston play in the second round, and the Knicks are the other conference finalists after after beating yeah. after beating some middle of the back team because they overachieve on the seating a little bit. Um, so, who do you have fourth? Uh, Cleveland. Okay. So, yeah, I think uh, we already kind of went over them, but yeah, it's yeah. just really the three point shooting and the wing depth, like. That's been my question mark with them for like what three seasons now? I think yeah. uh, pretty much ever since they've had Garland, uh, it feels like it's the same thing over and over again with that team. And you know, maybe they'll. I think they still need to make a move at the deadline to, to kind of shore that up. And I really do think it ends up being Allen that, that probably needs to leave. Um, but uh, yeah, I just don't know what what his value is going to be. I don't know what they can really get back on the market at this point either. The market is a little thin uh, for good you know, wing guys. Um, Grant also just got a massive bag. So like, I don't really, it kind of takes him out of the trade equation. Yeah, that would be too, a good, that like, would be a good, some, that would that's be a good kind of player you want. Target. Yeah. But those guys are getting so overpaid now. So like Norman Powell, you know, like that. Yeah. Move. Yep. yep. But the Clippers. Norman would have been great for him, but like, you know, <laughs> that kind of slipped away too. So yeah, uh, they, they need something, somebody like that. Um, just a little bit of, of wing shooting, but otherwise, Teams pretty much the same as it was last year. Uh, got better, if anything. So feel pretty comfortable with them in fourth. 
Okay, in fifth, I have the Hawks. Um, I think that I like it. Um, the big, this is the first coach that I've liked that we've talked about. Uh, Quinn Snyder coming in, they they played um, they played a lot better with him um, down the stretch after he took over for McMillan last year. Um, I think Trey has something to prove um, here. It's the second year with him and Dejounte. I think I think Snyder is going to really. Um, unlock some of the awkwardness. They have some promising young talent too. Akangwu, uh, Jalen Johnson, um, are two of the two of the highlights there. And um, I, I would be, I would not be surprised if they made a move of their own, trading Capella um, for for maybe a wing or or someone like a really accomplished scorer off the bench um, at the deadline. But um, I, I'm I'm high on this team because um, mostly because just I think I think. Snyder can make both their offense and their defense better. Defense has been the problem there. Um, and he's built, you've seen him build systems with the jazz that have had good defenses and quality offenses as well. So I think this is going to be a team that isn't going to lose these random games to the teams like the Pistons and the sort of bottom feeders of the league anymore. And I think he's going to shore up a lot of the problems. Yeah. I like Atlanta a lot too. And it's, I mean, it's kind of, tough not putting them at five but I mean like there are a lot of kind of teams in this middle tier of the east that are kind of just so hard to pick apart I still have Philly fifth um yeah. it's hard for me to go against you know regular season MVP from last year um Embiid is still at least in the regular season he is dominant um and you know Maxie's uh, really only getting better on that team uh, the hardened question kind of becomes what you got to solve here sooner rather than later. And uh, I think that if they can kind of shore that up in the next month or two, like I think they'll be fine. Uh, I still see them comfortably finishing top five. I, I could even see them leapfrogging Philly and or, uh, New York and Cleveland still. Um, but uh, I just have a few too many question marks with them right now to put them third. Um, but yeah, I think they're still comfortably in fifth and then I would have Atlanta, Atlanta in sixth. Yeah, uh, the 76ers. You dropped Philly. I have them sixth. Um, okay. So <laughs> they, yeah, uh, I think, I think shit's, I think, I don't think this Harden stuff is resolved. I, I, I still think shit could get weird, uh, especially uh, like this is, I think the Wolves are kind of like this in the West where if stuff goes wrong and you look up and they're like two and seven or something, um, you're going to hear some more rumblings from Embiid. And I think the, the locker room situation is just going to w- get weird there. Nurse. Is, is taking over as their coach. Um, I don't think there's any question that we, we think he's better than Doc. Um, okay. And, you know, maybe maybe they get better <laughs> defensively a little bit. Um, and um, Nurse, but the thing with Nurse is he kind of likes to run the starters into the ground and uh, with Embiid, that, that can be a concern. So I can see Embiid missing some games here and, and sort of lowering the, the floor and the ceiling of this team um, in the regular season. But Maxi is definitely a most improved candidate um, for that award. And, um, if he's, I, I think, especially his playmaking, if he's able to make strides there and maybe become a, a, a little bit better defender too, I think the scoring he's got down, but, um, you could see him be more involved in the offense. Um, and that's going to be, that's going to be a fun team to watch no matter what, um, especially with, with Embiid and all the, all the things he's able to do. So, um, I have them sixth and seventh. Um, I put the heat here. Um, I debated going higher on them. Um, and maybe moving them all the way up to fifth. But um, I think the Hawks are going to take that Southwest division. Um, and what we've seen with the Heat is they're just built for the playoffs. Um, they last year, it's not that they didn't take the regular season seriously, but they're kind of, you know, Jimmy's getting older. 
um, Lowry's getting older there. Um, Bam is really the only young, I guess, hero, but Bam, Bam and Hero are the, are the two younger statesmen of that team. And Hero's got a lot to prove this year after being in trade rumors all summer for Dame. Um, even though Riley said in the presser the other day <laughs> that, he did, he, yeah. that the trade was never discussed, um, which I mean, that's just not true. All right, but, Pat. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. I mean, Hero, can't, Hero doesn't buy that either. So it, it's just an no. immediate thing. But, um, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this team, you know, they, they added Josh Richardson. Um, who's the center that they got? I'm blanking. They got Thomas uh, Ryan. They got Thomas, Thomas Bryant. No, Thomas. Yeah, not not Robinson. Thomas Robinson is the Kansas guy. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Bryant. Yes. Yeah. I like, I like that. Okay. I like that. I think it's an under the radar move. Um, Josh Richardson. Yeah. He can get back to to what he was for them before he got traded to Philly in the Butler trade. Um, you know, this team. They're just going to find ways to win. Uh, they're going to scrape. They're going to scrape some of these games out. Uh, play great defense and. Um, you know, they're they're another team like the Knicks where they have they have their system and most of the time it works. So um, you know, Spolstra's never won coach of the year. You can see that this year if they if they get up to like a third seed. Um with well, they actually have pretty high seeding. Yeah, with yeah. kind of bare bones roster um outside of the stars. But um you know, they're they're another team that's always on the trade market. Um if if you know, I, I don't really see them going for for cat, but you know, it's a Mitchell in Cleveland, if, if things start to go south there, um, they've been linked to him in the past. And, um, you know, even Embiid, this is a long shot, but Embiid, if things really start to go there, um, although the Knicks have kind of been the the, the big name for him. So, Meeting. Yeah. yeah, I had the Heat seventh as well. Um, just, yeah, it feels odd putting them that low, um, but – it's just hard to argue against the talent that some of these teams have that are above them, you know, that are going to be a little bit more proven, a little bit more consistent throughout the regular season. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, I don't think they fall out of the playoffs. Like that, that's going to be a playoff team one way or another, but I just, it's tough for me to see them leapfrog unless Philly kind of has a disaster and they have to end up blowing it up mid season. Um, I, I feel pretty comfortable with, with that top six right now. Um, Atlanta is maybe the one question mark, but like you said, they're playing a lot better with Quinn Snyder toward the end. Um, they look decent against Boston. I know Boston was kind of up and down in the playoffs last year. I mean, but they, like, gave, they gave them a scare for sure towards the end of that they season. They gave them a scare. Yeah. Game six was close. And they won game five, obviously. Yep. Uh, so that's why I'm, you know, I still feel like uh, the Heat are kind of on the outside looking in right now. And, and I don't think Hero can make that big of a jump to where I would kind of feel comfortable putting them in the same tier as, as all these other, the middling part of the East. Um, I, I know I expect a big jump for Bam. You know, I think Bam's going to take a big leap on the offensive end. I want to see a lot more out of him, a lot more assertiveness out of him. Um, but I, I just don't think it moves the needle that much for me. Uh, like you said, Jimmy Lowry, like those guys are old. Like they're not, you know, Jimmy's not gonna be able to turn it on throughout the entire regular season and, I mean, he never really does anyway anymore. So, uh, yeah, I think seventh is probably pretty fair for them. I can see them sneaking in the top six, but it's, it's tough for me. Okay. Um, so we're not going to do the plan. We're just going to predict who gets that final spot. Um, I have the Pacers. Um, I think that – Okay. 
I'd really like Kyle Burton. Um, he's one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, this team's going to play fast. Um, they have a good coach in Carlisle. Uh, they grabbed Obi Toppin, who is going to be, you know, I, I think you're going to see a lot of highlight plays there. Um, yes. Defense needs some work. They still have Miles Turner after being in trade rumors forever. Um, and, you know, Heald could be someone that could be moved if, if, if things don't go well. But, I mean, Halbert missed a lot of games last year. And with him, they had a great record. I think they were, like, fifth before he before he missed that that big 20 or so game stretch. Um, and he, he should only get better as a scorer. Um, I think his playmaking is pretty much as good as it gets. But um, as a scorer, I think he's going to come up a level. We'll see what Jarris Walker, they took seventh, is going to do. Um, but, yeah, I like this team. It's a young team. I, I liked – I loved Mathurin in the draft last year too. So, if he can become yeah. a scoring option for them. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of this team. Okay. Um, my, my safe pick would have been Brooklyn. Uh, but since we're spicing it up a little bit, I'm going to say Orlando. Uh, I love the Magic. I've loved everything that they've done the last few off seasons. They've slowly been stockpiling a lot of talent. Uh, Paolo seems like he is the real deal as well. Just trying to pull up his stats from last year. But yeah, he's already averaging 20 and 7 last year as a rookie. Um, so he is, yeah, I mean, he's definitely the, the real deal over there. Franz is probably going to take a pretty big step up this year as well. Uh, everybody's been pretty high on him so far. Um, and I mean, the dude can, can kind of do it all uh, offensively. It feels like, uh, maybe not as quick as some of the other, you know, guys out there, but he's a knockdown shooter. Um, and I mean, I was probably going to end up picking him for most improved player too. Uh, at least I was like, that was one of the names kind of on my radar for that. Um, but yeah, it feels like they kind of have everything in place. Now they just kind of got to go out and, and actually show that they can win some games. Uh, this is the big question mark. I mean, they only won 34 games last year, so it would be a pretty big jump, but, uh, I think they have the talent and now it's just kind of up to these guys to, to get it done. They do have Suggs still. Uh, who showed some flashes last year, but I don't think I think people were maybe a little bit underwhelmed with how Suggs played. Um, but I believe they still have faults coming off the bench for him, and I mean that's uh, he's kind of turned into like a really serviceable like backup guard. Obviously, not what people expected from him coming out of college, but like he's kind of carved himself out a pretty solid role um, in the NBA now. And, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of guys that have, uh, good potential Ingles is kind of the, the main vet on that team at this point. Um, and you know, he's a pretty solid addition to uh, a little bit extra shooting, good wing presence. Uh, the defense I think is going to be the big question there, but I mean, defense is probably the big question with like, five of those Eastern Conference teams kind of in that, like, that are battling for those playing spots. Indiana's kind of got the same problem. Brooklyn might be the most set defensively, which is why I think they're still kind of the safe pick uh, for that eighth spot. Eight spot, But uh, I think they kind of have maybe a few more question marks on offense, uh, although Mikhail could be taking a big jump over there. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just don't buy Indiana quite as much as you do. Um, I've been kind of on this Orlando train, so I think I'm going to stick with Orlando. But, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, all these teams should be, like, playing pretty close for the play-in. I mean, even Charlotte, I think, is probably a shout for a play-in spot. So, a lot of teams in that bubble. We are off Toronto, finally. 
Uh, yeah, we're fully off Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They might be last. In the even East. I can't. They're they're coming up in my, one of my bold predictions later, and even I can't justify them. Um, oh man, that's yeah. And I I was always. What about thinking. Chicago? How do we feel about Chicago? Uh, I have them dropping out, but <laughs> yeah, man, it's. I mean. I... There's not nothing exciting. Like I don't even want to like talk about that team. Like nothing, nothing really excites me about them. And um, it's like the opposite of how I feel about the Pacers. Like I just don't. Yeah. I just don't find watching their games entertaining. I don't even really have a good reason to pick the Pacers over the Magic. I think the Magic will probably be better. I just I'm just kind of rooting for the Pacers and what they what they yeah. what they do. Well, you're a big Halburn guy, so. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. <laughs> um, I mean, any other? Should we even Wizards? Will be the Jordan Poole show with Kuzma and Pistons probably. Yeah, I mean, I some of the Pistons, stats coming out of there are gonna be fun. Yeah, the Pistons and Raptors are probably gonna be your two worst teams there. Um, yep. Look out for the Pistons in a couple of years, though. That's a, that's a process team over there. Yeah, that's that's gonna be it's gonna be a while. Um, okay, moving on to the West. I think here is where you're gonna see a lot more movement between the standings that we have uh, between <laughs> RO and I. So. Um, first place, I have the Grizzlies. Um, I think that, yeah, he's shocked. Um, My eyes widened. I just think the floor here is so high. Um, we've seen them win without Jaw in the past. Uh, he's going to miss, I think, 20, 22 games, 25 maybe. Um, been, I think, yeah. yeah, they've been really good without him. They did just lose Steven Adams for the year. That hurts a lot. Um, I would have been even higher on this pick, and I might even – if they, I, mean, I might pick them to go farther in the playoffs if they had Adams still, but um, he's going to be out there. Um, and when Ja comes back, I think he's coming back with vengeance. Um, Kennard was a big pickup for them last year. It didn't really show much, um, but I think that's going to change. Uh, the half-court offense, I'm expecting to get better, and I think that's going to happen because of Desmond Bain. I think he's someone, he's definitely in my conversation for most improved. He's 41 right now on most of these books. So if you want to take a shot, I would do that. Um, I think that's way too high. Was, he already kind of put up insane stats already. He you know put up like, like 22 a game. Like, I don't know. He bumps that up. Two games a lot, man. 28. Like. He's going to get 28. If Desmond Bain gets 28 a game, I might pay you money. He, you know, I mean, he's an elite shooter. Hits more threes. If he's more like ball handling, it's that's, not actually um okay it's not the craziest thing you said is that one of your bold it's not on my bold ones actually but um so So just throwing that one in for free i like it (laughs) um i mean i'm not i I know i don't think he's gonna average 28 points a game but i think he's like i didn't i'm not picking him for most improved you'll see who i picked later but i think he is gonna he is gonna make a, a bit of a jump um you know jaron jackson um you love him the foul troubles the problem um, I think they they have one of the best coaches in Taylor Jenkins, and yeah, that's that's my one seed. Who do you have? Wow. Okay. Um, I'm pretty boring. Uh, I think Denver because Denver is still the best team in the West, uh, and I think that they they are one of those teams that is not going to take it easy in the regular season. Uh, their home court advantage does matter. Uh, Jokic is kind of a walking like 25 and like what 13 at this point 25 13 and like eight 
Um, and like, I don't think that changes just because they won the championship last year. Like, I don't think their mentality changes. I think Murray still feels like he has something to prove in the regular season. Um, so like, all the kind of main reasons that I'd have to not pick Denver first. Like, I just don't think it applies to this team specifically. Like they just have way too much to play for. It feels like, um, I like what I saw last night. Um, but it just feels like Denver is a team that like is a monster and you don't easily beat them. That's a team you really have to game plan for. And if you don't game plan for them, like you don't really have time to in the regular season, I think there's going to run over you. Um, they know how to win close games. Uh, that might be where some of these other teams might struggle a little bit more. But Denver's like going to be really good at closing games. They have like all the options. Their offense is going to be otherworldly again. I know people have been talking about the Phoenix offense, but I mean, Denver is probably going to like put up historic numbers offensively again. Um, I just think that there's too much to like about this Denver team that like I can't. I can't pick anybody else ahead of them. They don't really have injury issues either for the most part. Like Murray had his one major injury, but he's not really a guy that misses games throughout the season like that. Um, I just like, you know, and like, okay, you lost Bruce Brown, but like, I just, I just don't buy that being a huge problem for them. I think they're going to be able to kind of plug and play a whole bunch of different guys. Christian Brown's also like showed that he's ready to like step up and be like, you know, play playoff minutes like play meaningful minutes if he needs to so like i don't have like any flaws that i can see clearly with this team and i like i just don't think they're gonna take it easy and if they don't take it easy during the regular season like i just don't see anybody beating them okay um yeah i have them second um i think i think they're like if Jokic playing it's an auto 50 wins like Dude, yeah, they're gonna walk to 50 55 wins. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they lost some stuff in Bruce Brown. Like you said, they have some promising young guys, and um, I think they learned a lot about like the team. Even hyping up Strother like a lot. <laughs> yeah, Strother's a great shooter. I mean, he had he had some big plays in the in the in the NCAA tournament last year, and um, you know, Murray could get better too. Um, he's never he's never even been an all star, so you could see that happening. Um, and they, you know, this team is just, they, they know what they are and they, they have a, they sort of are not quite a swagger to them, but they, they're very confident in themselves. Um, and I think, I think their home court advantage is so strong still that you're going to see, especially in the clutch, like you said, like they know how to, they know how to operate in the clutch pretty much better than anyone. So um, I like that a lot. I have been, I've been second. Um, who do you have second? Phoenix, uh, I think we're we're that good still. Um, I think we are that team. Uh, I mean, we saw it last night a little bit, a uh, little flashes of it. Uh, but I, I think they shored up a lot of the depth issues uh, over the off season that uh, maybe kind of toward the start of the off season was kind of the big problem that, that people had. And like, look at the end of the day, I mean, like if as long as you have two of like KD, Booker, and Beal playing, like you're feeling pretty pretty much like the favorites in about ninety percent of the games that you're playing in. Um, they are like, I, again, like the injuries, I think is probably the biggest concern with this team in terms of like regular season wins. Um, but I think that Booker like is probably ready to like step up and have that like MVP type season. Um, and I think he has like all the, the help that he needs right now. Nurkic looked like an awesome fit last night. Um, and it, I just feel too good about this team to say that they're going to really drop below second. Um, 
uh, like again, if the injuries hit like heavy in the middle of the season, then like you might see them drop down to third or fourth, kind of like how we saw last season. Um, but I just don't see this team winning anything less than like 58 games, to be honest with you. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. The, well, to be fair, I think Denver's gonna win like 65. Okay, like I think Denver's gonna walk the league this year. Okay. <laughs> I think they're so good, dude. That team is unbelievable. But I think we're gonna get 50 is a lot, but I think I think we get 58. Wow. Okay. Um yeah. That, that's my bold prediction right there, I guess. Yeah, it is. Wow. Um, okay. I have fourth. Disrespectful. Um, I, third? I, I'm more dubious. I have the wolves third. I'm more dubious about wow. uh, <laughs> the injury stuff than you are. Um I actually did. I actually liked what I saw from their role guys last night, especially Akogi. Yeah, man. Um, but, I love Akogi and Goodwin. Yeah, Goodwin, Goodwin's solid. He was solid on the Wizards last year. I hit a lot of his props. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, this team, you know, the injury stuff could happen so so hard with them. Um, yeah, AD would be. I think I, I do think Booker is really becoming like the head of the snake for them. Um, he was. Guy. I mean, last night he he popped out more than anyone I saw, anyone I watched, including Jokic. Like he was just how much he was trying to push the pace, like constantly. Um, I liked how they got more threes up um, as as a team. Yeah. Well, I think I think yeah. Vogel is is gonna is gonna really try to increase that and and maybe make their defense better. Nurkic, I'm never gonna get used to seeing him in that jersey, but he. I mean, I thought he, he made some good, great plays at the end, um, and I think he's probably a better fit than Aiden was um, in general. Yeah. Just, just yeah. because he, like, the three, like, you want to be able to spread out as much as you can with that team. And, um, you know, they made some under-the-radar under sightings with, with Gordon and Watanabe and uh, the guys that we mentioned earlier. So, um, I, th- I think I – think, yeah, I mean, We think, held – What? I just want to pop in. Like, we held Golden State to 104 points, and I didn't even feel like the defense really played all that well. Um, so like that, that to me is like probably the most promising sign. Cause like there were a whole bunch of like screens and stuff and like Stan yeah. Van Gundy called it out. It's definitely bad. They didn't go and say didn't shoot the ball. Amazing. But like, still you feel good about holding that team to 104 points. Yeah. I thought Kamingo was pretty erratic last night. I think if you put Draymond in there, it cleans up, it cleans it up a lot, but, um, yeah, they should be able to just outscore these teams. Um, not quite in the class on the nuggets, but, um, I like, I like them a lot. Um, I think they're. I think they're way better suited to to make to potentially make a run than they were last year. So, um, by far, your third place team. Then, uh, well, you're not gonna like this, uh, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I do. Uh, I am a big believer in Luca. That is gonna be my uh, potentially gonna be my MVP pick. Uh, Spoiler alert, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to take this team. Like, that. they're not going to miss the playoffs twice in a row. Like, Luca's too good for that. And I think that, like, yeah, like, the talent around him is not uh, eye-popping, we'll say. But, like, I think that that team is still going to be good enough um, that as long as they stay healthy, like, I just have a hard time seeing them not being, like, at least top four in the West. Um, I'm also not as high on like Minnesota anymore because like Minnesota really burned me last year. So like I'm a little bit cautious with how I feel about them. Yeah. Like I, I was so hopeful about them and they completely burned me. Um, and then same thing with like Memphis. Like I, I get what you're saying. I think they're going to be a really, really good team. But um, I just, 
like I, I think the talent of having Luca, you still have Kyrie there, and like it doesn't really seem like Kyrie's gonna leave at least this year. Um, I just think that they're gonna be too good. They also like made sneaky good moves in the offseason. You get Rashawn Holmes, which is pretty solid like piece up front, and then Grant Williams, kind of that big. Is it? Name. You couldn't crack the Kings rotation last year at all. Yeah, but like I, I still like him, and maybe I'm like holding on to what I liked about him from like two years ago. And maybe he's like not that same player anymore, but uh, like he's a good, like high energy guy. They need rebounding and like he can at least like roll and finish. Um, so like in theory, he should fit in well with this team. Uh, the Kings also had like a weird front court last year, didn't they? Who was they like, competing with? They had Lynn, Sabonis. Huh. Uh, yeah, surprised you couldn't beat out Lynn. Yes. But, that's like, right. Um, at the same time, like, Holmes is a little bit undersized, I want to say. Um, and so you can't, like, playing him next to Sabonis would have been a little bit weird. So I can kind of see why he would have, like, struggled to fit into that team specifically. Um, but, yeah, I still feel like he's, like, too solid of a player. Like, I, we were really high on him, uh, like, as Suns fans, like, two years ago. And so I still, like, kind of believe that, like, he does fit like what Dallas needs, um, especially as a role threat for Luca and Kyrie. Um, defense is probably the big question with this team. Um, they kind of looked great a couple years ago, looked terrible last year. So like, I don't know. Um, but I just, yeah, I just think that like that offense is going to just start outscoring everybody once I like, kind of figure it out. Well, you probably and, I mean, Luca and Kyrie look good. Like together last year, they did play a whole lot together last year. But like, if they play, they I good. I have them out. Um, in the playoffs, yes. Luca already has like, this calf thing. He might not even play tonight. Um, Kyrie, you just you can't. I just can't have faith in that guy. Um, I think he's kind of there. Gonna, I mean, it's he's coming up in my bold predictions later. Let's just say that. Um. And oh, brother, <laughs> I hate the supporting talent. Um, I think their defense is horrible, and I think Luca, you could even see last year just the toll that doing everything that he does took on him is really hurt. And he played, he played this summer, and maybe that means he's in shape, or maybe that means he's tired. I'm not, I'm not sure which. Um, yeah, I have to deal with the playoffs. What's he tired from? Euro basket or. Whatever, FIBA. Euro basket. FIBA, FIBA, not Euro basket. FIBA. Um, yeah. If he's tired from FIBA, uh, dude needs a new job. He's tired from all the sweet tea drinks. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I just have no faith in this team. But let's talk about the Wolves. Um, the Wolves who burned you. <laughs> There's no shoehorn the Wolves in there. I'm yeah, no. Sure. They're in third. Okay. All right. Um, for me. I think they have an outside sh shot of even getting to second. Um, right. I love Nas Reed, as you know. Oh, I know. Uh, Daniels, <laughs> as you know. Um, Anthony Edwards was the biggest winner of the FIBA World Cup this summer, um, and I think he's going to take a leap, and he might lead the league in no Um And he's going to be unbelievable. I think Dude, that... if these aren't your bold takes, I don't even know what to expect anymore. Like I'm concerned slightly. 
he it, that's kind of that that it's not the exact one but it's kind of one like yeah. it's it's kind of embedded in there um i mean and with, with for all the talk about the the, the gobert and and cat fit um they didn't really play that much together last year because cat was injured for so long um so i think that's kind of awkward and honestly if cat gets traded i kind of like this team more um if they're able to if they're able to get some some players back so some good pieces back and especially wings. So um, I don't mind that at all. I don't, I don't really mind like the idea of them getting traded affecting this that much. Um, Cause they, they have Conley who's, who's going to be able to play with Gobert and the pick and roll and Gobert missed some time himself last year, last season. So um, yeah, I'm high on this team and I love their coach. Um, I have Chris Finch as coach of the year. That's a spoiler, I guess. Ooh, okay. I like that. That I do like, that's a good. Um, do you think they finish with a top three defense? No. I think that no. Okay. I think, I think their offense is going to be feeling right. The Edwards offense. The offense going to be that good. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm more looking forward to the Gobert defense. Personally, oh, that that should help. Um, fourth. I had Sacramento fourth. To be fair. Yeah. So I don't know where you had them, but like I, I don't know how far we need to drop. Okay. All right. That works. Because you had Phoenix fourth, right? Yes. Okay. Um. Sacramento, they added the – who's the rookie that they have from overseas? I forget his name. Michich, maybe? Or is that the OKC guy? OKC uh, signs someone right now. Sacramento signed someone, and both of them are supposed to be good. I think they're both guards. Um, Sacramento was, like, the healthiest team in the history of the NBA last year. Um, they had literally That's no one stat. the entire season. Like, Fox never missed games into the playoffs. Sabonis had that hand thing, but he played through it, like, the whole time. Um so I'm just I'm just betting on regression there. I think Keegan Murray can be better. Um, they added Noel, I think. Um, Barnes is getting older. Um, I still like the team. I, I think they're very fun to watch. Still, I still like the the offense and all that, all the stuff that we saw last year. I just think that the West is better than it was, and um, I don't really see them having that sort of Cinderella run to the top three seed like last year. Yeah, I think they did get a little. Like, I don't know. Lucky makes it seem like I'm like detracting from how good they were, but like, you know, Phoenix wasn't on top of their game. Um, and a lot of these other teams in the West, at the top of the West, had issues throughout the season. Um, and I don't think you're going to see as much of that, uh, this year. Uh, and so I think that, uh, in theory, a healthier West and a stronger West, yeah, leads to them kind of being the odd team out at this point. Um, although, I mean, they're going to be, Whoever they have to play in the playoffs, like that's a big threat because Fox looked like the real deal. Um, and I mean, those guys can just about keep up with any offense in the league, it feels like. And so I would be scared if uh, I had to face Sacramento in the first round uh, or second round if they make it there. Um, but yeah, I think the defense still is, you know, some question marks and, and that hasn't really gone away um, in the offseason. Uh, they were giving up a lot of points. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure exactly where their defense ranked last year, but I will find it. Um, but that's kind of the big question mark with that team. I think even going into this season um, is, you know, how much can you really rely on getting the hot hand from Fox or Monk? I mean, Monk played unbelievable. Herter was playing unbelievable at times last season. And it's like, well, how much can you really count on that this year? Um, so We'll see, but uh, yeah, I think they are the team that is 
like falling out for me right now. Yeah, they're 25th on defense last year. So that's uh that feels like a regression of the mean kind of deal. Okay. Um yeah, I mean I don't, I don't really have much more to say. I think we talked about them plenty last year and the team hasn't changed all that much. Um who do you have fifth? Are we on five? What I have uh, Denver. You had Denver, Phoenix, Phoenix, Dallas, Maverick, and Kings. Kings, uh, Memphis. Yeah, Memphis six. We, we covered them. Yeah. Uh, here you have six. Did you have fifth? I have the Kings. Um, sixth, I have Warriors. Okay, I got Minnesota up next. I got the okay. Warriors like sneaking in at the end. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk Warriors here. Um, Go. Yeah, uh, a year older for Steph, Dre, and Clay. Um, Wiggins as well. They brought in Chris Paul. I think looked pretty damn good last night. Um, just, just yeah, sort of their offense, and I think he's going to mesh in them, mesh in with them pretty well. Um, and you know, if 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 Curry's going to miss some games, or um, if you know some of those Draymond misses some games, I think Chris Paul can take care of a lot of the playmaking there. Uh, Kaminga. It didn't look great last night, but they're banking on him to become better. I'm, I think we're both more believers in Moody uh, at this point. And um, they added Saric um, kind of under the radar. Um, they were rumored to get Dwight Howard. That didn't happen. Um, they just signed someone else, too. That forgetting, but maybe not. Like just now? No, like he played last night. He wasn't on the team last year. Um, I'm searching it up right now, but honestly, I can't remember anybody else. That, oh, Corey Joseph played four minutes. Uh, maybe it was him. Uh, <laughs> oh, Garuba. There's no way. Garuba. I love Garuba. Oh, uh, they got Garuba? Okay. Yeah, Garuba. He, really came out the he was on the Rockets and never got much playing time, but I love him, and I think he's going to – I mean, I don't think he's going to do much, but he's someone that they can slot in defensively who's, who's capable. And um, you have Gary Payton coming back um, after his stint with the – I mean, he played, he played with them in the playoffs last year, but um, he's coming back for a full season. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think Curry's unbelievable. Um, I don't think they're going to – I don't think they're – I'm starting to think they're kind of – their time is over as like a playoff, like, contender – here. Um, yeah, I don't think they're contenders this year. But they're like the outside shot looking. Yeah, they're they still have the pedigree, and I think they're they're taking this season very seriously because of how last season ended with the with the Lakers kind of kind of rolling them over in the second round. Yeah, are we out on the Lakers then? Is that I have Lakers seventh? Got pushed out. You had them seventh because I don't think I have space for them. Who do you have seventh? I don't have the Warriors sixth, though. I had the Warriors eighth. And then okay. I got to sneak the Clippers in there, seventh. So I think, yeah, the Lakers might end up falling out for me. That's I, I don't have the yeah. Clippers, so I've OKC. Yeah, yeah, and I, I thought OKC would be a playoff team, too. But like, it's like, how do you fit them in? You know? West is way harder than the East, if this isn't clear. Yeah. I, neither of us have yeah. the Pelicans. Which is not a surprise, but um, no. But like, that's another team that I'm like, that's a good basketball team. It could be in theory. Yeah, I mean the Clippers and the Pelicans are kind of the same boat. It's like you can't trust these guys. And the I mean, especially yeah. the Pelicans, we've had like 
Alvarado's already going to miss time. Murphy's going to miss like half the season. It seems like um, Nance is hurt already. Um, yeah, it, it could get rough for us quick. And you know, Ingram and Zion, like what I saw in the preseason, I was not encouraged by. I was probably more encouraged by Zion, but like the way that they fit together, yeah. it's just never really been great. Um, yeah. And I think it's more. I think it's like. Getting to point Zion is what needs to happen, but it kind of seems like it's Ingram who's been resisting it. So I'm not high on them this year. I think I was a lot higher on them last year. Um, and then the Lakers, I have them seventh. Um, I really like what they did in the offseason, uh, but as always, it's the injury stuff with them. If And I think LeBron was pretty healthy last year, and, and Davis was too. And, yeah. Um, that might not be the case this year, but I'd still like the talent around them a lot more. I think Prince was a great, great addition. And, Reeves, Reeves is only getting better. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, and then OKC, we can talk about quickly. Um, they, they're sort of starting this new era where they're trying to win now um, with with SGA. They're, yeah, they Chet, uh, both Jalen Williams, but the J J Dub, who's the guard, um, <laughs> he yeah. uh, he he showed a lot last year and is is someone who's who's really exciting to watch. Last year they didn't they basically played like five out. They had no big men, and now Chet's you're bringing Chet who's seven one that should help them against certain matchups that they were kind of exploited in last year. But they're going to be a super fast team, fun to watch, um, and just have so many guys in the rotation that, that that can come in and out depending on what what on what their coach needs to do. Probably, like I really wanted to sneak them into there. And like I guess if anything, I would have them slotting into that seventh spot should the Clippers just be completely injured. Um but yeah, it's just so hard to fit in some of these teams in the bubble um in the West. Like there, there's too many good teams. Um and I really it's hard for me to see like Minnesota, like you said, I think Minnesota's better this year than they were last year. Uh love so many of their pieces. Memphis might be the one team that you would be maybe worried about, but like, like you said, they play better without jaw sometimes uh, than they do with them. So like, that's not really like the 25 game suspensions is not really that big of a factor for them. Um, and then it's like, yeah, like Denver Phoenix isn't falling out. They're probably the two top contenders from the West. And then, yeah, you, you're kind of left Dallas maybe is the team that like really falls out. And like, I think you left Dallas out completely. Right. And like Dallas is probably the team that, yeah. If anything, I might leave them out for the Lakers, but like again, like I, I'm just too much of a Luca believer to to leave Dallas out at this point. So, um, okay, so that I mean, we kind of covered we covered all the teams that we think are going to be in. Um, so let's just we can do playoffs. Um, I think to 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 make this not just like for anyone to follow this <laughs> because we have different seedings. Yeah. Let's just name who we have in the conference finals in each conference. Um, I have. Okay. The Celtics and the Bucks in the East, and the Nuggets and Suns in the West. So going chalk, pretty much. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate because that's also who I have. Okay. I was so who, making sure my seedings lined up, but yeah, I think they do. Yeah, my, mine do. Mine do. I, I I tracked it all out. But um, who who do you have? What's your finals prediction? I guess. Milwaukee over Denver in seven games with Giannis winning MVP, finals MVP. I have Nuggets over Milwaukee with Jokic. Jokic, finals MVP, yeah. Yep, back-to-back. Yeah, I think we're pretty comfortable with Milwaukee getting out of the East. I'm not as comfortable as you, but I do think the the Um, front court 
the front court stuff like is gonna is gonna come around and bite them in the ass. Celtics, I mean. So um, I think Giannis, yeah. and I think Giannis is out for vengeance after what happened last season. So yeah. Um, okay, let's do awards, and then we will do my ten bold predictions that you can scream and react to, and then we'll get out of here. Um, MVP. Okay. I, I have Tatum. Um, I think that you're you're always looking. <laughs> You're always looking for a guy who um, is young and has never won it before. Um, and while we yep. have Jokic, who is a great repeat candidate um, here, and Giannis as well, um, I think that that this is going to be the year where it, it's going to be best player, best team. Um, and I think they're going to have the best record in the league. So um, I'm going Tatum here. See, I went with the same theory, um, except for the best player, best record part. Uh, but yeah, young guy. I think there's a lot of voter fatigue around Embiid, around Jokic, uh, even around Giannis to a certain degree. And Giannis's case isn't really going to be helped with uh, Dame joining that team. Uh, so I went with Luca. Gotta give uh, Luca his props. It's time. It is time. He's time to play enough games. That might be the big issue at this point. But uh, I think Luka yeah, you need 65 won. games this year to to be eligible. So yep. And so that's going to be the big question mark, but I think he is going to be the best player in the world in the regular season, not in the playoffs, but at least in the regular season. Um, and I will say that the three that I was picking between kind of along the same lines, Tatum was in that conversation, especially if Boston gets the one seed. I think Booker is going to be in that conversation if Phoenix yep. gets the one seed. Booker and was some of the injuries. Um, and then I think the outside shot is somebody like a Trey if Atlanta sneaks into a top two seed uh, i think donovan mitchell if cleveland gets a top two seed um but yeah i think luca is probably the guy that i feel most comfortable with right now i, I really can't see Jokic or Embiid winning it again like they they could have monster years and i just can't see the voters giving it to them honestly my heavy well, unless sleeper, denver like runs away with it my heavy sleeper would be zion if they're actually good like if if there's if they're like oh a top my god if they're like top five or, yeah. yeah, if they're it's top hard. three for sure, yeah, even top five. He, he would be, he would have to average like thirty points, and it would be yeah. insane. So I like that yeah. a lot. Um, okay, I like that sleeper. Yeah, right. um, I, I agree with Booker though. Sort Booker is probably like twenty to one right now. I think I think that would be pretty yeah. good value too. Um, yep. So let's do defensive player of the year. I I went pretty pretty chalk here. I've Jaron Jackson. I just think he's going to play so much for them and. Do we always see repeat winners with this with this award. Um, That's actually true. Yeah. So, uh, I I was leaning Gobert. I think I went with Gobert again last year too. Uh, but I think that if Minnesota comes out with the top five defense in the league and they get a high enough seed, I think Gobert takes it. Okay. Um, rookie of the year. Um, I'm going Wimby. I think even if he doesn't deserve to win, he's going to win. Um, just because of all the all the hype is getting, yeah. Like, I, like I'm saying, if like, if, fair, though, yeah. if like skewed averages like twenty five and five, and like they're bad, and he's gonna win. Yeah. Like, I still think like there could be still could happen, and I think you could still win. Like, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. So I, I have Wendy too. I like Chet. I'm curious to see how Chet is gonna work, but I just don't think he's gonna get enough touches on that team to get rookie of the year. Okay. Um, sixth man of the year. Um, this is where I went way off the board. I picked Nas Reed. Um, I just have to at this point. So I like that. I like that a lot, actually. I don't even know. Who to I one, have for this. So. 66 to 1. Yep. 
Um, man, yeah, I like to be fair. I, this is the one award that I haven't like thought about at all, but I'm tempted to give it to who's Cleveland got coming off the bench. That is gonna be the big question mark here. Uh, come back to this one for me. I gotta figure this one out. Um, I mean, Cleveland would have you'd have like Niang, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't like that. <laughs> Not a fan of that anymore. <laughs> uh, most improved, I have Franz Wagner. You talked about him earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to go Franz. Yeah. Between him and Bain for me, but I ultimately went Franz because I think Franz averaged like 18 last year. I, I think if he gets to like yeah. 24. He just has more room. He's yeah. A yeah, there's more room for for upward growth there. Um, I would say a full season of Mikhail averaging like 26, and I think he could steal that award. Yeah, no, I agree. Um Coach of the year, I did Taylor Jenkins for the Grizzlies if they're going to be the one seed, like I think. Okay. Um, I got Adrian Griffin, uh, Milwaukee, if they get the one seed. Um, I think new coach, he got the narrative right there. And I think he's going to take it. Even with the, the talent additions, I think they're still going to give it to him. Okay. Um, okay, here are my 10 bold predictions. Do you have your Six man. Nah, I'll go through your 10, uh, 10 bowl predictions. Doing heavy research on six man. I want to get this one right this year. It's probably the hardest one to get right. Besides most yeah. of um, Okay. Here we go. Number one. Anthony Edwards finishes top five in MVP voting. That's kind of what I was talking yeah. about. The, um, having so much... Um, I'm not totally out on that. Yeah, having having him being able to score a lot, so I think he's going to be top five MVP, maybe fifth. Maybe fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay. My second one, and this ties in with my Mavericks prediction, is Kyrie forces his way to the Lakers late in the season. The Lakers? Before the trade deadline, but late in the season. Um, and wow, okay. That number that they signed Russell at, is like the perfect number that they could put in the trade for Kyrie. Um, oh, you think that's why they did it? I think that the past <laughs> part of why. That's crazy. Okay, I like that. That's a good shot. With LeBron tweeting, maybe it's me again. But I, <laughs> I really like um, the idea of this. For I mean, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Lakers get Kyrie like. I, I don't I mean I didn't like factor this into my playoff stuff, but oh yeah. I just like I, I like the idea of him being unhappy because it happens a lot. <laughs> um <laughs> Damn, man. Uh, three, I have Embiid. this is this is something that would happen postseason, but Embiid okay. requests a trade to the Knicks after the Sixers lose in the first round. Um based yeah. on where I, I can see that. Based on where I have them seated, um, I have them losing the first round. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, four, Ja returns and leads the league in scoring average. Um, but doesn't play enough games to get the award? Play, yes, he will not have played enough okay. games. Okay. I like that. Number five, Donovan Mitchell pulls the KD and goes to the team that beats him in the playoffs the year after, and that's going to be the Heat for me. Um, oh, I like that a lot, actually. Okay. See it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see it. 
Number six, this is LeBron's last Lakers season. Um, and yeah, yeah. following Bronny. It's time for him to go. Yeah, but, you know, people, 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 it's unclear whether Bronny's coming out this year or next year. So, um, yeah. Number seven, Zion ends the season healthy, but it's the role guys' injuries that do the Pelicans this time. <laughs> really? Dude, we that – <laughs> I would be first medical staff at that ever. point. <laughs> no, like you guys really do. That's, <laughs> that's um, God, it's terrible. Um, okay. Number eight, you're gonna love this one. By the end of the season, Booker is considered a better player than Katie and Embiid by the general population. Yeah, yeah. I think Booker is gonna be considered like a top six player in the NBA by the end of the season. Number nine, the Raptors finish with the worst record in the league. Ooh, okay. And that's because they traded uh, Siakam to somebody. I don't know. I didn't really think about that one. Yeah, yeah. Siakam, Siakam's gone, I think. I don't think Siakam's sticking around. Yeah. I think okay. I think I like they are in the tank, finally. Um, and yeah, yeah. lastly, gone. the Nets finish with the best defensive rating in the league. The Nets? Yes. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. All right. Well, you're not supposed to. It's bold. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> but that, that's really out there. Okay. Well, why the Nets? They have, I mean, they have good defenders. They have Claxton and McHale. Do. As the wing okay. and the, and, you know, I can't really speak much for the rest guards, of the team. Like Dinwiddie and like, yeah, dude, the, the guards are like, what, like, it's problematic. M. Johnson. Oh, I guess I do have Simmons back. Never mind. Okay, yeah, you know what? That's not even that bold anymore. Okay. Right, yeah. Simmons could, you know, there's some there's some legitimate buzz about Simmons. Like, just yeah, yeah. Good. No, I mean, I, I'd love to see it, yeah. Okay. You um, know, I'm a huge Ben Simmons believer. Yeah, All right, after extensive research, <laughs> looking through some depth charts and figuring out who's going to start and who's not going to start, I think the name on the list is Bogdanovich in Atlanta. They play well. That's good. The only worry, the only worry is he might not play enough games. <laughs> That's been Why? his he's like, downfall. He just misses games, man. Yeah, he gets injured, stuff like that. Like He just has little knocks. He played 54 games last year, 63 games the year before, and 44 games the year before that. It's concerning. It's concerning. Okay. Well, there you have it. There's enough games. That's the MIP. We Are we running through our top ten today? Uh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that might take longer than what we just did. Ah, <laughs> uh, actually, probably will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do I mean, like a mid-season top ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we should do it mid-season because it might change. Because yeah. Anthony Edwards is going to find his way in there. Um. Okay. <laughs> you are so high on Anthony. What's going on? Did you just watch like a whole bunch of FIBA this summer? You're just like, dude, that. I actually you didn't. I just. I, I watched some of this Georgia tape, is what I did, actually. Okay. Right. I liked it. Um, okay. Like That's it. all, folks. Okay. All right. See you next time. <laughs>